0: Aaron McKeown's Facts of Life Wear Earplugs, a conversation with Jose Ayerve. You Today's audio comes to us from a time machine in a river. Way back in 2009, I ran a series of live-streamed fundraising concerts called Cabin Fever. It's hard to explain how difficult and radical this was at the time. There was no Kickstarter. YouTube was just beginning. Not many folks had mobile phones. The idea of turning on your computer to watch something took some doing, if your internet connection could even handle such an endeavor. Still, the original Cabin Fever broadcasts were a huge success, launching my record Hundreds of Lions and becoming a regular series that I have returned to many more times for a total of 10 episodes. You can watch them all at AaronMcKeown.com slash Cabin Fever, plus see amazing photos from each of the broadcasts. In July of 2009, in the original series of broadcasts, I thought it would be fun to make a hard thing harder and live stream from a live stream, the South River that runs just below my porch. The theme of our show would, of course, be water. Besides the fact that all the broadcasts originate in and around my house, Cabin Fever also has a tradition of special guests, musical and actual neighbors coming by to join the fun. The list of friends who have come on the show is long and wonderful. One of the special guests that day was my friend Jose Ayerve, the main songwriter and singer in my favorite rock band, Spouse. I love Spouse more than I love Radiohead or U2, their nearest comparisons in my music collection. The fact that Spouse are friends, that I've guested on their records, that we have played shows together, never ceases to floor me. In 2021, another dream came true when Spouse joined me for the Kiss Off Kiss tour, opening the shows, then being my band for the night. If you were lucky enough to see any of those shows, you know how perfectly the glove fit the hand and the hand rocked out. So, today's audio is me and Jose sitting in my river playing a song he wrote especially for the day. I had my Casio keyboard on my lap to provide the beat. Jose had his trusty nylon string. It rained a lot the night before, so the usually placid river was running a little high. I bring all this up because on July 30th, Spouse and I are doing a rare show together at the Stone Church in Brattleboro, Vermont. I don't usually use this pod to highlight certain shows. It is meant for an audience I know is listening from around the world. But I do suggest traveling for this show. Jose lives in Florida now, and as you know, I have mostly retired from shows to focus on composing, teaching, and this pod essay fusion. And yet... Part of the reason I make this pod is to keep going with what shows provided, connection with you, a chance to share my songs and worldview, and the opportunity to spark conversations about arcana, memory, nostalgia, the odd trivia that makes up the facts of life. With this in mind, then, I'm trying something new and welcoming my first guest to Facts of Life for a conversation about reconnection, tennis, and wearing earplugs. Jose Ayerbe, welcome to Facts of Life. You're my first guest.
1: Oh my gosh, Aaron, this is such a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: So here's the first question I want to ask of my first guest on the podcast, which is, Jose, what are the facts of your life these days?
1: Oh, wow. That is a fantastic question. I'm so excited to answer this question. Have-
0: it, could the, it could be the F-A-X or the F-A-C-T-S. Both.
1: Let's start with the CTS uh, ending of the word facts. And um, I think right now I'm at a point in my life where the facts of life are reconnect with yourself. After spending so much time so uh, involved in the process of moving back to the United States from afar.
0: Because you were in Ecuador for how many years?
1: I was there for uh for about seven years or so um and my spouse and the our five dogs and i had to find <laughs> somewhere to live in the states um and that was a whole other process that's worthy of a,
0: six-part a, pod- a podcast, podcast of its with own. zero
1: listeners but <laughs> two guys <laughs> um,
0: two guys five dogs in florida
1: yes Yes, go figure and landing in landing in a state with such uh, a diversity of of laws that are meant to harm a particular section or sector of the population or segment, excuse me, segment of the population. Um, Yeah, that's a very challenging thing. My facts of life right now are reconnect, reconnect with uh, my passion, which is music, which is create creating music creating songs um uh my passion for tennis uh my uh exploration of things whether it's an idea whether it's um part of music etc
0: is there something you do every day to like enhance or enact these facts of life
1: i try to take uh full advantage of whatever time i have throughout the course of the day where i'm not taking care of dogs, running errands, um, cooking or cleaning, uh, uh, attending meetings for work, uh, translating documents for work. I try to take the, even if it's like a 20 minute window, I, um, I do my best to take a power nap or go outside and just appreciate where I am, where I'm living. I've started getting into the habit of, um, A friend of mine uh, taught me this of saying, okay, I am Jose Ayerbe. Today is July 4th. I am um, participating in a podcast with my good friend, Aaron, and I am being present. I am enjoying this. So that helps center what I'm doing. And it helps me understand that right now, the only thing that I can really affect is what's happening in my present. So that's one of the things that I do, and then the other thing is obviously I play tennis. Uh, I try to play three or four times a week, and I, I have to say Fort Lauderdale, Florida is a wonderful, wonderful place uh, to play tennis, especially because it's got such a big um, LGBTQ AI plus community, and um, we have our own tennis league, which is part of this international circuit, and it's amazing.
0: Well, that that leads me to my next question, which was I I of course know that you are a voracious tennis player I am as well I think people don't necessarily know this about us right because there's this way that people put um, musicians in a box of um, the non-athletic perhaps it's like an outsider status or something that somehow we wouldn't participate in something that's in the center of culture so much as sports but like so many musicians that I know are super athletic actually So we have tennis in common. I'm curious if you remember, do you remember the last time we played?
1: Yes. It was at Highland park and Greenfield. And I was just there yesterday.
0: Clay courts at Highland park and Greenfield. Um, So my memory is the first set, you kicked my ass, right? It's like something like 6-1 or 6-0. Like I I couldn't, I couldn't return. I couldn't return your fantastic serve. I was like, we hadn't played in a number of years. I was like, holy shit, Jose. And then, and then second set, I held my own. I still lost second set, but I do feel like I held my own and started and started to make my, started to make uh you run a little bit. Like this is my my tennis strategy is, um, because I'm not tall, um, which is like uh run, 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 get to everything. Yeah, get to everything, return everything, stay in the point as long as possible. What is your tennis strategy?
1: What is my tennis strategy? Well, first, if I may just add to what you were saying. I remember that second set being a highly competitive set where you were just getting to all of the balls that I was trying to, I was trying to, move you side to side and you were like no 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 this ball is going back to you and you're kind of forcing the errors which is which is great and um that's a wonderful way to play
0: yeah sometimes it's just wait wait for someone else wait for someone else to make a mistake
1: <laughs> my strategy for tennis has uh has evolved a little bit um i am a little more patient so i'm trying to focus on Building the points, I'm trying to focus on problem solving, and I think this is why tennis is such an appealing sport for um, for anyone with a creative uh, mind, because it's about oh okay, all, all of a sudden I'm I'm down fifteen forty, and I'm about to lose my serve. Uh, what can I do differently, or what? How should I approach these next uh, these next few points? Can I get it back to deuce? And the biggest thing, and I guess this is the answer to your question um i stopped thinking about how i got to that score if i'm down in the score i stopped thinking about how i got there i'm here that's it i accept that i'm here
0: Tennis is such a mental game, right? It's such a mental game. And it's for me, it's like a barometer of what is happening in my life. So if I'm stressed or something, like I'm not going to be able to go hit balls. If I'm distracted by something, I'm not going to be able to go hit balls and do what I want to do. If I'm feeling at peace, if I'm feeling focused, if I'm feeling settled, my mind is on nearly blank. Which actually like lines up with your daily practice of your facts of life, actually, which which is just to stop and say, this is where I am right now, not where I was. Hey, y'all. Man, I love Jose. We'll get back to the conversation in just a moment. But first, I wanted to pop in with a little biz biz. I've got some wonderful shows in the Northeast in July and August, my show with Spouse on July 30th, and a hiking concert on August 12th. Plus, this fall, I'll be on tour with Welcome to Night Vale in the South, so come through all y'all. Now, here's a reminder that my teaching practice, Cabin College, is open and taking students right now. I would love to help you improve your songwriting, make an album, develop a music curriculum, or learn how to record at home. ErinMcKeown.com slash CabinCollege for all the details. And finally, thank you to everyone who subscribes. If you're a monthly subscriber, you'll notice that the cost has risen to $7. Still less than that bespoke martini you order several times a night or a month. For those of you that subscribe yearly, your price has remained the same, $55. If you're not a subscriber, now is a great time to convert. You don't get anything special or different. You just get the warm glow of supporting an artist who really appreciates it. Thanks, y'all. Back to the conversation. Jose, if you could send a fax anywhere to anyone, living or dead, what would you send? We're going to start by filling out the cover sheet. Now, did you send faxes in your life?
1: Yes, because I'm older,
0: right? There's a small, there's a small window of people, probably people who were like sentient, cognizant from like nineteen early nineteen eighties to like maybe the early two thousands, right? You might have done business with a fax machine. It's part of why I love the facts of life. Is it's a very specific technology that is no longer relevant. But
1: sorry to interrupt.
0: Has someone asked you to send a fax recently, and you can't?
1: Oh no, actually, I've I've had two fax experiences in the last. Year.
0: All right, let's hear. Let's hear.
1: One is in healthcare, you are not allowed to transmit um it, it, I think it's because of the HIPAA laws, you're not allowed to uh send um private health information um via email or uh, text message or anything like that. Um, but if you need to share the results of some test or some, uh, if you have to share a report with another provider, fax is accepted. I had to also fax um, uh, a form to the IRS so that they can release my refund, which I'm not used to saying the word refund and IRS ever.
0: Okay, so if you had to send a fax, where would you go?
1: I would send it to myself circa... 1978 it would be an interdimensional not interdimensional inter uh temporal uh device it would be something that hasn't been invented yet or created yet and i'd probably need to go find um the best sorcerer sorceress uh or sorcerer available it would be amazing
0: let's fill out the cover sheet who's it to so to me
1: in 1978
0: Okay, I don't know why the cover sheet always asks this, but it would, it would ask, do you um, know the number of pages?
1: Well, in this case, it would be two.
0: Two. Okay, great. Now...
1: The cover sheet counts as one, right?
0: Okay, this is a profound question. I don't know the answer to that. Does it?
1: Um, my personal answer is yes, it counts.
0: Okay, great. Okay. So, two pages, um, subject line on the cover sheet.
1: Uh, earplugs.
0: Okay, and are you CCing anyone?
1: Um, myself in 1979, 80, 81, 82. Great. Myself. Okay, multiple Until 1990 multiple copy
0: recipients. Four. Okay, and do we market urgent? Yes. Do we market for there. review? Do we market please reply?
1: Urgent. Um, uh, no need to reply. No reply.
0: Okay. Now that we have the cover sheet, tell us about the facts.
1: Okay, so the message is simple wear earplugs in church
0: <laughs> in church
1: yes in church <laughs> wait why church because that's where so many bad ideas originate I hate to say it but <laughs> it it so- in my experience that's where a lot of the hangups that have in um precluded or impeded my ability to advocate for myself my ability to um to to it's growing up in a very catholic ultra catholic home i feel like that did not do good things for my self-esteem my self-image or my self-love
0: jose that is a, that is a beautiful answer. And I'm operate you're operating on a level way above where I'm operating on. You're operating on this level because I was like, oh, wear earplugs. I was just like, oh, you're thinking about how you probably your hearing isn't as great now <laughs> as it used to be, which is a concern as a musician, right. for sure. But you're operating on a whole other level. You're talking about, um, fundamental, personal, emotional earplugs, yes. um, yeah, to, to to like mi- to mitigate the damage. How to filter which, out the noise
1: is, and mitigate damage, just like you say. Yeah,
0: which is why we wear earplugs, right? We wear it for our own protection. We wear it for our own advocacy. Like, we wear it for um, – I love putting earplugs in because they just sort of – make my world uh delineated like oh this is my world and it feels very safe in some ways but it is it's protection for future self so that makes so much sense um okay so we're gonna send we're sending that fax off it's done the facts of life the facts of life have helped you achieve that thank you
1: oh that's such a, a therapeutic thing thank you this is amazing
0: well that's it First guest of Facts of Life is in the books. I think I'll have more. Please let me know what you thought of this conversation with Jose, and if there are any other facts related questions I should have asked. Meantime, enjoy this gorgeous North American summer slash dumpster fire, and I'll be back in August. (laughs)